0: We have over 30 years of experience in the industry and are owners of the well-established design build remodeling company, Black Dog Builders, in Salem and Nashua, New Hampshire.
1: We're sitting down with industry professionals to tap into their experiences and insights so we can equip you with the tools you need to make your own project a success.
0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Renovation Made Right. Woo-hoo. I am David... <laughs>
1: I couldn't, I couldn't help myself. That's
0: my zealous host. I am Dave Bryan and my woohoo wife. Brenda Bryan. Brenda Bryan. Uh, and so, uh, so... I don't well, think
1: I want to be a woohoo wife. Well, you That just sounds woo-hoo. like a little crazy. I know, but that's woohoo like I'm excited. Woohoo wife sounds like...
0: It sounds like a fun wife at a party. <laughs> uh, yeah, there you go. Um, and so... Uh, so welcome back to Renovation Made Right. We are um, recording this in the middle of the uh, of the COVID-19 crisis, and we actually wanted to take the opportunity to uh, to get back on the air, and and we're gonna jump this, uh, this recording ahead of some other shows that we have, uh, because we're gonna try to bring you sort of a remodeler's perspective, and maybe some COVID-19 relevant information about remodeling, especially, you know, hopefully those of you who are in the middle of a remodel or thinking about a remodel or maybe have signed a contract for remodeling, um, we can bring some information to you that might be helpful.
1: Yep, exactly. And so instead of the show being love in the age of cholera, this is remodeling (laughs) in the age of coronavirus. There you go. Or the love of remodeling in the age of coronavirus. That's
0: exactly right. That's exactly right. So... Um, so there are a lot of things I think to think about. Obviously, these are completely unprecedented times for us. I, I guess the, the the swine flu was not that um, was not that dissimilar, right, to to what happened in the United States with the swine flu in nineteen eighteen. But that wasn't um, the swine flu. What, I'm sorry, not the swine flu. It was the, the Spanish flu. Spanish flu. Pardon me. Spanish flu. Yeah, with the program. Uh, <laughs> um That. But uh, but it's certainly in our lives. And in, you know, in recent memory, nothing like this. Nothing like this.
1: This is unprecedented, as everybody keeps saying.
0: And so um, for for our listeners, just as a reminder, in addition to, we've obviously been bringing guests in and so forth, but in addition to um, the other things that we've been bringing in and the stuff that we share with you guys, our full-time job is that of a remodeling contractor, and we are in southern New Hampshire and service both uh, Northeastern Massachusetts and Southern New Hampshire, um, and so we are right in the thick. We have uh, of this process, trying to figure out how to navigate this well, keep ourselves as current and educated as possible, which is like a full time job right now. It, it is, you know. And uh, and in that process, we, uh, you know, we've learned a lot, and we're trying to um, trying to exhibit best practices to keep our fifty person team safe and to keep our clients safe. And uh, also to maintain viability of our business, right? Right. So let's talk a little bit about um, what what every remodeling contractor is dealing with, uh, and and how it's working. And I, I think because geographically it's meaningful, uh, we'll talk about our base of understanding from our area, from New Hampshire and Massachusetts. Well,
1: also the regulations that have been put forth in Massachusetts and New Hampshire, and you know the statewide exactly. Um, yeah, the wide uh, precautions that are being implemented. In right,
0: and so uh, so last week in New Hampshire, uh, our governor implemented a non-essential business uh, rule, and to the week before that, the governor in Massachusetts did the same thing. Right, in both states, and I think I think they're adopting federal guidelines, but in both states, um, construction, residential construction, is has been deemed an essential service, and so consequently, the suppliers of uh, residential construction have been deemed essential as well mm-hmm. right so by and large we have been able to continue working mm-hmm. right? um, one of the things that has been a challenge is so you can share a candlelight right or whatever one, one of our cabinet companies
1: right one of our cabinet companies is located in pennsylvania and they um the state said they are a non. They are an, no. They are a non-essential business. Yeah. So that was actually and so the, shut so, them down. So that
0: was one company in Pennsylvania it was Mantra, um, and they got shut down and then got restarted. Right. They yeah. Are, why? Well, so, so they're I'm confused about that. so they had attorneys go in and argue and say, no, we are an essential part of the building supply chain, hmm. and, which is completely true. Yep. Right. If mm-hmm. you if if you deem construction essential, then the building supply chain is essential too. Um, but our our primary line Candlelight, which is out of Lockport, New York. Um, I'm
1: sorry. They have I been was confused. they have
0: been shut down yeah. um, and uh, and they have not been successful at getting New York state, even though they're in Niagara Falls, about right. as far from New York, York City, City as you are going to be. Yeah. Um, they have not been successful so far um, in appealing to the state. And so. It's those kinds of things that you as consumers need to be mindful of uh, because that's the kind of thing that has a significant impact. Like, w- we can control getting lumber and sheetrock and uh, and screws and nails, mm-hmm. um, but if you are in a kitchen project and your manufacturer's been shut down uh, and your cabinets aren't going to arrive, right. that's a thing. Yeah. Right?
1: It's especially a thing for somebody who's already started the process. Right. right? You know, we right. actually make a rule in our company that we do not – uh, rip out somebody's existing kitchen until we have the cabinets on site yes. and are delivered, right? right? Exactly, that, because like there are going to be people out there right now somewhere in the country that have already started demolition, right. and their cabinets aren't going to deliver.
0: Well, yeah, or they're or they're trying to maintain a paycheck and trying to keep the company moving and and making decisions around that that result in you know, renovation having to come to you. Know, you having been brought to a place where the space has been demoed. Uh, And then stopped. Right. Right. So, which
1: is awful. Yeah. So, uh, and this is why this is why they've deemed residential construction as an essential business, essentially, because right, they mm -hmm. can't you you can't be in the middle of a project and just stop and go away for months at a time. Right. That's uh, that's not an acceptable solution.
0: And so now the question is, if you're if you're in a project um, in whatever stage of the project you're in, how do you best, as a homeowner, manage that? Right, because you. I, I know from experience and, and knowing many other remodeling companies, unless you're dealing with a top tier remodeling company who's really got their act together and is constantly staying vigilant and on top of this, people are, are, are a little bit like deer in headlights on some of this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. right? So if you have a smaller guy working in your project, you you can't count on the fact that that person even knows what the CDC guidelines are, mm-hmm. right? Um, much less than implement them to make, not only keep them safe, but keep you and your family safe, right. right? So I don't think that that means that you need to make a unilateral change and stop any work in your home. If you're in the middle of a project being run, um, then I think the big deal is make sure you're doing a good job at communicating, right? And, and, and that if your contractor can't lead that conversation then we're going to hopefully give you some tips today mm-hmm. to help you lead that conversation. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, and in
1: the absence of leadership, be a
0: leader. Yeah. I think that there's a, if there's a vacuum mm-hmm. right now, which in some cases there really is, and mm-hmm. in some cases people do not know how to respond, and, and at the, t- the end of the day, everyone's just doing the best they can, right? And so even people who are more outspoken and more... Um, I think proactive in communication, they're still just doing the best you can, they Mm -hmm. can, including us, right? uh, We are, we're routinely, uh, you know, we're routinely doing um, videos for our clients and, uh, and videos for our team. uh, Just I'm hopping on YouTube and trying to keep people up to speed about the rapidly changing environment of, uh, of this situation, right? And and there's nothing we can do other than, uh, other than the best we can. So, Let's talk a little bit about uh, about how you can manage your process if you're in construction and what's going on with that. So once again, regularly regular communication. I'm sorry, regular communication.
1: <laughs> <right>? <laughs> so let's
0: talk about the uh, <laughs> um, let's talk about the five things that uh, the, the CDC recommendations that we are um, that you should be talking with your contractor about, especially if you're not seeing it happen. Right. right? So first and foremost is um, if you are not well, don't come to work. Right? <laughs> you just, if you're not well... He just
1: looked at me like, fill in the blank. Yeah. If you are not well, yes, uh, that is true. Don't come to work. Yeah,
0: that, so that, that's, as far as the CDC is is, uh, is talking, you, you want to make sure that we that you focus on on those things. And, right. and, and, and so, first and foremost, if you're not feeling well, or if your electrician is not feeling or any of the people that are involved. So let's say you've got a general right. contractor.
1: And when we say you are, we're talking about... Your contractor, your contractor, right? I mean, just right? Like check in, and make sure all the employees are feeling well.
0: Right, well, but you know what? So that's so that's a big thing, right? And really, you're not going to take the the pulse of every single person on site. I think you want to look to your general contractor and have them be responsible for these kinds of things, mm-hmm. right? And so, um, but at that that not feeling well thing or potential for exposure cuts both ways. So we have a client who we're going to go back in to finish some punch list work for, mm-hmm. um, and both the husband and wife worked in Boston and are now working remotely. And they both felt like there was a possibility that they knew that someone had been in their building. They were in a multi-story building in Boston. Mm-hmm. Someone had built in, been in their building that had, had tested been positive. Had tested positive. Mm-hmm. And so out of an abundance of caution, they, they don't know whether that person was on the 30th floor or the 10th floor or any floor that they're on. Right. But out of an abundance of caution, they said, listen, um, why did you guys hold off two weeks and come back and do the punch list at the end of two weeks? That's mm-hmm. perfect, right? We don't want our people in danger, and, you know, and and that's that's smart. So they self quarantined, uh, and we'll go back in and take care of it next week, right? Correct. Um, so let's talk about some of the other recommendations that the CDC is um, putting out there that um, that you should be talking to your contractor about.
1: Right. So one of the big things is just washing hands. Right. Is your contractor washing their hands? A lot right. or at least using hand sanitizer a lot. Right. So I know that on some of our projects we've put in temporary sinks.
0: Yeah so if we don't have so, so just this week and this ties into some of the guidelines from the state of Massachusetts if we don't have uh, a sink available to us on the project because it's you know either we don't have maybe we have a portable toilet outside uh, and we don't have use of a toilet in the house which means we probably don't have use of a sink we've then built uh, hand washing stations that, are, that can be outside connected to a garden hose. Right. Right? So unfortunately, cold water, but better than no water. But better than no right? water, right, exactly. Um, but a, a combination of hand sanitizer, hand washing, uh, and, and being careful, but then tied into that, uh, wiping down surfaces. Right, all the time. Right.
1: So make sure your contractor has cleaning supplies on site and is constantly cleaning anything that they're touching, door handles, um, you know, getting in and out of the house, that kind of stuff.
0: Right. right. And we are using it. And here's the other challenge, right? Where people are having to adapt, right? So you're not going to go out to the store and buy a bottle of Purell, right? Nope. Just like you're not going go out to the store and buy toilet paper. Nope. Right? Um, but you can be smart and you can adapt. Uh, and our company, uh, one smart team member thought, looked up the recipe for hand okay. sanitizer. let Let's give it to her. Are we going to give Meryl our props yeah, here? Exactly. So Meryl is our she, producer, she and, and she has to put up with us every time we do these show. And she also has to shows. sit in this
1: room with us, so God yeah. knows what we're spreading and, back and forth. You're six foot apart, but, you know,
0: still. And then she's got to edit our coughing and edit our yep. phlegm and all that kind of and stuff, like, right? And, every time we screw up a right. word. And the truth right. is, so Meryl took the initiative to um, look up our uh, a recipe for making our own hand sanitizer, and then we went out and bought the ingredients, um, which were reasonably available in our area. Right. Guess um, what's in it? like a ton of alcohol.
1: Yeah. A ton like of grain alcohol. alcohol. Yeah. Grain alcohol and aloe.
0: Everclear 151 Resmia College. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Brings back those heady days.
0: Yeah, not that I can remember them well, but yeah. <laughs> um but uh, but the point is, uh, when you talk about, make sure your contractor supplies, So sometimes the supplies require a little bit of creativity, and a little bit of ingenuity, right? Mm-hmm. So we've made up large batches and then distributed it to all of our projects.
1: And we're hoping nobody's drinking them. <laughs>
0: so you yeah. as a client I I out think there, the,
1: please don't drink the Everclear mixed with aloe yeah, I think the
0: aloe vera in there probably is a good, a good dissuader. I don't right? know. <laughs> so um, talk with your contractor about um, about those kinds of things. Um, talking with your contractor about wiping down surfaces, right? So, um, if they do have access to the bathroom, we should be wiping knobs on the way in and mm-hmm. on the way out, mm-hmm. in addition to having cleaned your hands. Right. Right. Um, so, there's some other things that. And,
1: and frankly, so if we do have access to a bathroom, the, there we are using a bathroom in the house, it should be a bathroom, hopefully, you have more than one that nobody else is using. Right.
0: right. Exactly.
1: So, I mean, just. We're doing what we need to do to keep things safe. But if you do have more than one bathroom, you could say, "Okay, here's the bathroom you and your workers are going to use, and, and we're not going to use this bathroom."
0: That's exactly right. Um, yeah. And
1: it just helps with cross contamination.
0: Right, and and then just the same stuff that we've been taught since we were little kids.
1: Right. Avoid. Uh, yeah. Cover your mouth when you cough. You know, cough into your elbow. Or um, cover your mouth with the tissue. Throw the tissue out. Right. Don't leave that stuff around.
0: And it's funny today. You know, today, <laughs> um, this time of year, including you know earlier, further into the winter, people cough, right? Mm-hmm. And but today now, time. today now, it feels like. When somebody coughs, you're like, oh, holy shit, they coughed. Oh, everybody right? gives you
1: the stink eye. Right. Yeah. And
0: uh, and that's and not a great place to be, but it's real, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so you better be using good protocols. Um, and then let's just also, uh, you know, social distancing, right? So we're promoting that on our job sites. We're promoting Like, we don't have any – no longer we're having um, project meetings in the client's home. Our lead right. carpenters and our project manager are meeting outside, and they're standing six feet apart, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so – but unfortunately – if you're if you're a homeowner and your contractor hasn't gotten the memo, which is perfectly possible, mm-hmm. you got to lead the charge there because it's not natural for us as human beings to stand six feet apart unless you have bad hygiene, right? Right. <laughs> and and so um, so I which think sometimes happens. But uh, people who haven't gotten the memo are not maintaining that distance, and it feels now weird, right? Right. And and feels. Um, Threatening in some cases. It does. Right?
1: It does. I actually, I was in um, a store yesterday and somebody invaded my personal bubble.
0: Which is now a crap load bigger than it used to be. Yeah. Your bubble, yeah. Never, it, never yeah. Was six feet. Yeah, you could feet. stand
1: next to somebody and it would be fine. Right. And now I'm like, whoa, what, yeah. do you, what do you, you know.
0: And the reality is, you think about it, your bubble is actually now 12 feet. Yeah. Right? So if you're in line at a, at register or something like that, right. You don't want to be closer than six feet to the person in front of you, and you don't want the person behind you sneaking up on your rear end, right? Right. right. You want them six feet away too. That's yep. twelve feet. Yeah. Right.
1: It's it's kind of awkward in grocery stores when you think it about sure it there's is. not a lot of room, and yeah. we're all nope. just trying to spread out as much as possible. It is.
0: But again, for you as a homeowner in a construction process you know, if these things aren't already happening, you got to take the bull by the horns, I think, and mm-hmm. you got to lead the charge and you got to inform your contractor about the pro- proper protocols. All this stuff, by the way, can readily be found online. You could actually print out posters online. You can print out posters in Portuguese online. We have those for for our people, for our job sites in case we have uh, subcontractors who are not English speaking or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so get ahead of it, be proactive. Um, it does not mean that you need to shut your job down, right? Everyone has to make their own choices about their health, right? Right. Um, and if
1: you and if you are one of those very vulnerable people and you're really exactly. concerned about it, yeah, shut your job down.
0: Right. right? Exactly. Right. But if
1: you're not, if you're in that that pool that is not that vulnerable, um, you can take precautions just to keep yourself safe.
0: And you know, you have to make whatever decisions for you personally are comfortable. In our company's experience, we've seen a wide variety of of disparity there, right? So we have uh, we had some clients who. Um, Two weeks ago, we had a client uh, ask us not to come start a project, uh, and it was an entirely exterior project. Mm-hmm. Right? We a never. Deck, right? It was a deck. We would mm-hmm. never have gotten inside the house. We would have had a portable toilet on site. We would have never had to have any extra with the clients. They just didn't feel comfortable with us being there, and mm-hmm. we we respect that. Right? That's that's their. It's their property. It's their. They're our client. We respect that. Conversely. We have a client that asked us to replace thirty windows in their house, which, by definition, means we're in every, every room in the house, right? right? And they're like, "Yeah, come ahead, no problem." And we obviously explain to the client the, the precautions we're taking, and the protocols. But you, you as our listener, need to decide where you are in the continuum and what makes sense, and mm-hmm. and you know be accommodating about that, right? right? right. Um, and now, having said that, I think uh, be mindful. Every if, if people are still running their companies, and many people are. Most most construction companies are small and fragile companies. Mm-hmm. What do I mean by that?
1: Uh, they're small and fragile
0: <laughs> <laughs> You are killing me.
1: Yeah. I'm sorry.
0: What I now, mean by is that... No, what you
1: mean by it is that um, financially fragile.
0: Exactly. Right. Exactly. So um, most companies do not have a war chest of uh, of money that's going to keep them going at a bad time. And yes, the the CARES Act has just come out, and that should be a, a, a meaningful help to small businesses, but most companies are not well-organized in structured, and they count on many contractors are paycheck-to-paycheck mm-hmm, contractors, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so that's another thing that you want to be conscious of, right? If you have a project underway and you want it to be finished, you need to think about you know, what how your contractor is going to attend to this and how they're going to keep themselves going and can they keep themselves going and are you going to be caught in an uncomfortable situation where you have a deposit with a contractor who wants to move forward on a project and you don't want them to move forward on a project and they may not be on the other side of this viable a viable company. Mm-hmm. That's a crappy conversation, but it's going to come, right? It's a, it's going it, well, I'm getting ahead of it talking with you guys about this now, but that's, that's a real thing, right? So be, uh, once again, it, it just like in, in our business, most of the problems that exist, exist because of communication problems, right? right? So if you get out in front of it and you talk with your contractors and are careful about that um, and may make a choice to say, okay, if they, if they have the resources, and ability to work, I'd like them to go ahead and come in and work. If I have an 85 year old grandmother living in the house, I'm probably not going to want them to come to work, even if they're right. even if they're a careful company and even if right. you know they follow procedures. Exactly. Right. Another piece. You have piece, to think
1: of those people who are most vulnerable.
0: Right. Another piece of the process is if you have um, a project that's a meaningfully meaningfully sized project and you will have you know multiple people on the site, you could talk to your company about saying, "Listen, I'm fine with moving forward. I understand you guys are going to use precautions." Or maybe you, as the homeowner, uh, you're saying, "If you want to move forward, I need you to use the precautions." Mm-hmm. Um, But you can also then say, I don't want my job to have a lot of people funnel through it. I want the same people in the Mm -hmm. job. So if I'm going to get two carpenters, I want those same two guys being there. Every day, mm-hmm. right, and being in our kind of shutdown condition, they're pretty insulated as well. So they go from home to your job and from your job back home, right? Um, and so they're they're limiting their exposure in that regard as well. They're not, nobody's you know nobody's going out dancing between them, right? right. So right. Um, so you can you can help control some of the variables by doing that as well and making sure that only the same people are. Uh, are following up on site, right? Right. Um, And back in Mass, back to to Massachusetts, and I think this is actually a really good idea. When this came out on Friday of last week, I was thrilled to see it. There is a checklist that uh, people on site are supposed to be checking off uh, a number of categories every morning and every evening. Mm-hmm. The, one of the, the very first question is, do you feel okay, right? right? And and so does everyone on the job site feel okay? And if the answer is no to anybody, they need to go home, right? right. And, Immediately. Uh, and and uh, and be mindful of that. And then mm-hmm. and, and you know, uh, all the precautions. So you can look that you can look up the uh, the construction uh, site and um uh, uh, what is it? the guidelines and procedures for all uh, construction in Massachusetts, COVID-19 guidelines and procedures. So you could look that up. If you're not, if you're listening to us and you're not in Mass right now uh, or New Hampshire, you could still find that online. Right. And it's share good they're good
1: guidelines, regardless of where you're listening.
0: Right. So. Pretty straightforward stuff. Right. Um, so I wanted to, wanted to talk about that. And then at the same time, I want to talk about, okay, what's happening when this is all behind us? Because there will be a time when it's behind us, although mm-hmm. even if it doesn't feel like that, and even if it's hard to see the future, um, what will happen when this is beside, behind us? So, um, I'd like to
1: know that too. If you have the answer to this, please. Oh, I'm, guru. I'm going to give it to you, you right? Oh, excellent. Thank you. All
0: right. So, what I really want to talk about was uh, just the idea of preparing for your next project, right? Or preparing for the projects there in the pipeline. So, we have numbers of projects that are in design right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll be around to start those projects up when this is all done. Um, and so, today, you can encourage your modeler or your designer to switch gears and allow that design process to continue forward by doing it online, mm-hmm. right? So you can switch to virtual design meetings, yep. right? Uh, Zoom is a great platform. There's lots of platforms out there, but you can switch to virtual design meetings and and still make good progress. and And your designer can help you with selections online. That's also you know perfectly viable. Yep. Are are there a few things that you can't select? Yeah. You know, like what?
1: Flooring. I mean, yeah. th- there's a lot of stuff that you need to actually go and see. It, c- it doesn't but translate well to, you know, carpeting, flooring, um, you know, tile, even... Granite? Paint colors. Yeah. You know, well, there's, a, there's yeah. a lot of stuff that is going to be very difficult to choose. But you can get... Ninety percent done.
0: Exactly, and I think you you can certainly get enough done to have a viable project that could go to contract and could get scheduled for work. Right, right. So if you were hoping to have you know summer a summer project this year, I do not. I very much believe that you don't need to let COVID nineteen um, stop that from happening. Right, right. Um, it's just more a question about uh, about getting through the design process and helping all your selection. I mean, and today with um, with the with the advent of software between. Uh, design software in between video conferencing, um, you can really make a, make a good go of it, right. and uh, and and also you can sign ele- contracts electronically. We're using DocuSign right. uh, with our clients, and we're letting clients mail deposit checks in, right? Mm-hmm. So all of that works. Uh, but but if you're with a contractor who's not quite there, that's fine. But you can help get them there. You can you can help use some of the tools that we're sharing with you now uh, to get to the place where you can keep your project moving, and you don't have to just presume. That everything's gonna gonna fall apart, right, right, right. Um, so, but once again, and and you know, if you also have a project that's teed up to start, let's say you've got contracts signed with somebody, and the expectation was a July start, I would I would not stick my head in the sand. I would maintain an open line of communication right. with my contractor, understand yep. what they're doing, understand how it's looking. Uh, you know, if if as an example you are like us and you have a primary cabinet line that's shut down, um, then the question is, is our start date still viable, right? right? Um, and the, your contractor may or may not be able to answer that question depending on what's going on. So um, So we wanted to just, I guess again, share uh, you know, share some some timely information that hopefully people can benefit by. And if you have friends that you know that are remodeling, um, we'd, we'd appreciate it if you would share, Uh, you know, share our show with them. Um, And as another thing, I told Merrill earlier, and I meant to do that in the beginning of the show, but we have been getting a bunch of downloads. We've been really thankful and really honored. Uh, You know, by the end of the show, we're at a thousand... Well, people are bored. I'm just
1: saying, there's just not that
0: much going on. Could it also be that our content's awesome? Uh, Yes. So, so I think. But first you have of all,
1: lots of time on your hands. Let's 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 call a spade a spade. There's a lot enough. of people with a lot of time on their hands. as well. So. Uh,
0: but we'd love it if you'd subscribe to our show. We'd love it if you give us a like. Um, we uh, we appreciate it very much. And uh, and the show's been going great. We've been getting good feedback and good reviews and good good subscriptions or downloads, I should say. Um, so we're appreciative of that and want to thank you very much. And uh, during these challenging times, keeping our heads about us, our wits about us. Um, and using some of these pointers that we gave you, hopefully, will give you a better experience and, uh, and keep your remodeling train on its tracks.
1: Exactly. So stay safe, and we will see you next time. Thank you for visiting us here at Renovation Made Right. Take care. Thank you for listening. Be sure to check out the show notes on our website, RenovationMadeRight.com, and follow us on social media at Renovation Made Right. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you like the show, leave us a review.